Nebraska News Service. Welcome to State of Waste. I'm Sean Hobigi, and this is our final episode, Tornado Hill. Near the center of the quiet city of Grand Island in the heart of Nebraska is Ryder Park. Kara Dixon plays with her kids here. She has fond memories of the park. I grew up at this park. We used to go sledding. Like my entire life has revolved around this park and my grandparents' house that they built right over here. Ryder is a typical park with walking paths, playgrounds, and a baseball field. It's also home to the tallest hill in the city at 40 feet. Amy Gordon used to condition on the hill. When I used to run track, our track coach would make us come here. He would time us running up it, and then we would walk down it, and we would run up it, and we would do multiple sprints up the hill to get us conditioned for track season. The hill is a popular sledding spot in the winter and perfect for stargazing in the warmer months. Edric Lisney watched the solar eclipse from the hill in 2017. We drove eight hours to come here to watch the solar eclipse in 2017. And there was a large group of people on top of the hill and we got to see the totality. It was really incredible. But for all the memories made on the hill, it is what lies beneath that makes it unique. On June 3rd, 1980, there was a small chance of thunderstorms only about 20%. But for the approximately 33,000 residents of Grand Island, life was about to change. Kent Bouton, the chief forecaster for KHAS-TV News 5 in Hastings, Nebraska, describes how the night began. And I noticed these low-level clouds almost, uh, you know, they were moving real fast and through the clouds I could see a cumulonimbus, a, a monster storm building. The storm hit just after 9 p.m., battering the city and destroying homes and businesses. The destruction continued for hours, and by midnight, seven tornadoes ravaged Grand Island. It still goes to the point that it's one of the largest single-cell thunderstorms ever recorded in weather history, if not the largest. Across town, Amy Gordon, just seven years old at the time, was taking shelter. I remember having my brother and I had to go into the basement of our home and my parents threw a mattress on top of us to keep us safe and we were there it seemed like forever listening to a transistor radio. The supercell left over 200 million dollars in property damage. Five dead and 200 injured. The devastation in Grand Island that June night would be called the Night of the Twisters. The destruction was so severe that a week after that fateful June night, the President of the United States, Jimmy Carter, came to visit and shook hands with citizens at a YMCA and gave some reassuring words. We have approved immediately when the governor requested it, an emergency declaration to permit people to uh, survive economically the damage to their property. With all the destruction from that night and the landfill at capacity, the citizens of Grand Island needed a place to put the several tons of debris. Inspired by a hill in Munich, Germany, filled with all the remnants from the bombings in World War II, the public works director, Wayne Bennett, suggested they do the same. Debris was brought to three locations in Grand Island and burned. 
The remains were then soaked in water, and using heavy equipment, they brought the debris to the 200-foot diameter excavation site in Ryder Park. They took all that equipment and pushed that up and made that giant hill. Tornado Hill stands as a memorial to those who died on the Night of the Twisters over 40 years ago. Dixon was born after the Night of the Twisters, but says that night has impacted her. Um, it's really emotional. I've been through a couple of really bad tornadoes myself. So it's literally like a standing, like, like a monument or like a tribute. Um, it carries like a lot of weight in my heart. Tornado Hill is yet another amazing reminder of how we can turn a singularly horrific night into something that can provide happy experiences to so many future generations. Mm -hmm.